Bok, zdravo. Pozdrav, everyone. Welcome to LingoCast, the podcast of your language journey. Once again here, Elise with you for our episode number 35. And today we're going to talk about a Croatian language. And have you ever thought about learning the Croatian language? Are Serbian, Croatian and Bosnian the same language? Don't worry about that. Our today's guest will answer all these questions and many others. But before we start, don't forget to follow us on social media and in your favorite podcast platform if you enjoy our episodes. And if you want to have classes online with tutors in many different languages, including Croatian, you can easily do it using our sponsor, iTalki. You can go to the description box and use the link there to receive $10 to using classes in the platform after making an accumulated purchase amount of $20. You just need to click, register and can start booking your lessons. So, are you ready now? Our today's guest is a Croatian teacher who owns a very interesting page on Instagram to help and motivate the learners of this language. So, let's check how the talk was. Hello Irena, how are you doing? Uh, hi Elizeo, uh, I'm very good, thank you for having me, uh, how are you? I'm doing great, thank you for attending this episode and yeah, to start uh, this episode, can you share a little bit about uh, your projects and a little bit about yourself? Uh, sure, so um, my name is Irena uh, and uh, I'm a creation teacher and I create also materials for self-study uh, I come from Split, which is in the south of uh, Croatia. Uh, so I've been teaching Croatian now for a while uh, online. Uh, it started as a hobby. I created um, a profile, an Instagram profile called Irena's Crocafe. And I named it Irena's Crocafe because it stands for Croatian Cafe. Uh, as I'm sure people who are listening to this episode, people who are interested in Croatia and Croatian language, you know that Croatians love coffee uh, and we drink our coffee for, for long. We take our time. We take our time when we are drinking coffee. So uh, I post regularly on Instagram and uh, you can learn Croatian there with me. Just find out some interesting things about the culture. I post quizzes often and... Uh, um, just some materials about the language, but also uh, the culture. So um, it's on Irena's Crocafe Instagram profile. Um, I'm also teaching online. Uh, I do individual lessons and I teach small groups, um, beginners and advanced. And I also post materials on Patreon page, um, which is more for self-study. Uh, and it's great for people uh, who are beginners or or advanced level, yeah. And where did this idea come from to start like a page while producing content in Croatian? So I'm a teacher by vocation. Um, so I speak English and uh, and Italian and Croatian is my, my first language. Um, I was working when I was living in Croatia because now I'm, I'm based in, uh, in Ireland. I was um, teaching English and Croatian online. So first it started, I was teaching English uh, and then because um, I also advertised Croatian at that time and I was surprised by the amount of people that were interested in learning Croatian. That was maybe 10 years or so back. And little by little I came to this idea after a while to start this community um, where people can just ask questions about Croatian and 
uh, meet other people and yeah that's why i started patreon um people can just mingle and ask questions about the culture or what music to listen to in croatian music and uh, and so on and it's great to see that there are so many uh, there are so many people interested uh, in learning uh, in learning creation and it's not just second or third generation creations but um, people who are dating a creation married uh, to a creation or there are just some people who love languages like yourself uh, polyglots and they are looking into learning one Slavic language so they are saying like why not let's I might as well start with creation and then maybe pick up one more language later on Slavic language. So people learn the language for, for various reasons. And um, it's, it's great to see it's great to uh, it's great to see that people are are interested in learning creation. And it's very important to produce content in our own language, right? Because yes. ma many languages have more speakers than Croatian, but the we, we find even less uh, content uh, online available mm. for learners. So I think it's very important to every time where we can find content. But I still like we were talking before. Uh, so it's a little bit hard to find some good materials in Croatian, like for Russian or even Polish. Sometimes I compare uh, comparing with the uh, with other Slavic languages. And how do we recommend people to approach it uh, in order to find good materials? Um, well, I guess like with everything, you just do. Um... You do research, you try and you see if you like something, but the best way definitely would be uh, joining a group, find a Facebook group or Instagram group group and uh, just ask ask questions there. Uh, I think that the best recommendations may come from those groups because those people have been learning creation or maybe they've been immersed in the creation culture or they're living in Croatia. So um, they've been through um, those initial steps already. So I would definitely say join one of the creation groups uh, online and um, just see what other people would recommend, what materials, how they learn a language, what helps them. Yeah, that would definitely be the best, maybe best first step to do. Yeah, sometimes we find some materials in Croatian. But sometimes we don't find in Croatian, but we find, for example, in Serbian or in Bosnian. And how do we recommend uh, the learners to approach it? Like if I'm learning Croatian, but there is something that I, I don't I didn't find in Croatian, but I found in Serbian. Is it worthwhile or I will get confused? Um, well, my answer to like lots of people ask that and uh, which language should I learn and how similar it is. If uh, I'd say if somebody is just learning that I'm I'll talk about creation here. If you're learning learning creation just to maybe go on a holiday for a few days and you just want to know a few phrases to um, uh, to say hi or to be able to pay a bill or something, you you could you could learn any of the languages if you're if you're learning with the teacher. I'm saying so. Um, creation creation and Serbian and Bosnian are just very, we can understand each other without a problem. Um, so you can learn any language really you can if you're learning with a teacher or whatever other way you're um, you're learning a language uh, you can choose any podcast but if you're if you're learning creation um, to move to Croatia or um, if you just want to get deeper into the language then I would definitely recommend listen to the podcast in creation or take a, a um, book a lesson with a teacher who lives in Croatia just because of cultural things and there are differences in languages. 
so if you're if you want to learn um, a language to have, like to be fluent then choose the language of a country where you plan to live whether it's Croatia or or Serbia or Bosnia and Herzegovina where you, where you plan to spend um, longer time or you plan to maybe come back or your partner is from that country and so on okay and how similar are actually Croatia and Bosnia Serbia and Montenegro as I said yeah you can we can we can understand each other like no problem there are differences in vocabulary that's why I said if if you plan to um, if you plan to become fluent in one language if you uh, if you're coming on a Croatian regularly in to Croatia regularly on a holiday uh, then it would be better to just learn Croatian but languages are we don't have any problem in understanding uh, each other there are of course differences in vocabulary but then you can understand maybe from the context uh, or you just ask a question to uh, to see what the other person meant um, so if a Croatian goes to Serbia or Bosnia and Herzegovina uh, there's no there's no problem in uh, in understanding the speaker of that country mm-hmm. and I also heard that in Croatia you have regional varieties of the language right for example uh, to ask a uh, what some people say sto others say sta others say cha kai kai how should we approach that how, like to choose like if you have uh, so many regional varieties of the language and mm-hmm. is, is there like a standard one or all of them are understandable yeah yeah uh, um I guess if somebody is just learning the language, um, if a person is not advanced, uh, advanced learner, um, uh, sorry, advanced in, in creation, then you obviously start with the standard because everything else would be confusing. <laughs> uh, if you start with the dialect, maybe, and then maybe a person from the north, I'm, I'm from the south, so if 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 a person, if I teach someone maybe the words that we use in split, the way we say certain things in split and then if that person comes here on a holiday but doesn't spend time in Dalmatia which is the south of Croatia but goes let's say to Zagreb then maybe people in Zagreb if they if a person uses certain words the person wouldn't understand them so obviously if somebody's starting just to learn Croatian then definitely go with just standard which is što to answer that question that's što kai is used in uh, in Zagreb and area around Zagreb uh, so all these words mean what and then šta is just kind of like a spoken version which I believe you'd, you'd hear everywhere um, it's it's used a lot in Dalmatia but then people in Zagreb use it as well yeah and Chai is maybe more like um, islands and Istria depends yeah yeah so definitely just go with the standard because you can't go wrong Yeah, if you want to be sure that people will understand you everywhere, then definitely, yeah, you need to learn the standard first. And then when you become more advanced and, of course, you'll have maybe preferences, you'll be able to understand different dialects and you'll say, oh, maybe I like the way people speak in Istra or I like the way people speak in uh, Slavonia and you can you can maybe practice more. Uh, uh those sounds and the stress of a sentence and so on yeah uh, the, the melody is very different yeah. in some regions. yeah 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 it's very it's very uh it's it's very different yeah it's very different 
yeah. So standard is a, is a safe way to go and you won't sound funny if you learn standard version first. Okay. And yeah, so some questions that some people send. Uh, if you have uh, to suggest to an Italian a strategy for a successful learning of Croatian, what would it be? This question was asked from someone who is actually living in Croatia now in Zagreb mm -hmm. and for now hasn't learned a lot of uh, Croatian but is mm -hmm. interested in. Mm -hmm. um, well, I wouldn't separate there based on nationalities um, and different countries. Obviously, uh, someone who maybe already speaks one Slavic language will find it easier or any language that has cases. Maybe they would be able to just understand why we use the genitive case or accusative case. But I've, uh, from, from my experience so far, um, I've had a few students from Italy um, and it's just, it, it depends how much time you have, uh, how much you um, just immerse yourself in the language and culture just outside of the lesson. So lesson, obviously, it's a great way to learn, but um, we learn the language not just by taking lessons, but also everything that you do outside of that time, newspapers, music, podcasts. So I just find that people who... Um, um who also do lots of those things outside of the lessons or even without taking lessons just listen to the podcast or or write down new words try to make sentences on their own um they just they are they are maybe the fastest uh, learners for italian learners because i believe they do learn um they learn latin in school um, I'm not sure. I, I think they do, do do learn Latin in school, so they do have an introduction to cases, nominative, genitive. So that's that's also I think something that uh, might help an Italian uh, learner learning Croatian mm -hmm. to understand what cases are and how cases work. So yeah, definitely having a background in Latin is is useful. Yeah, at least in Zagreb when I was there. I felt that it's very comfortable to live in Zagreb uh, speaking only in English because everyone could speak English. I, I was really impressive. And and I think like for some foreigners, sometimes we may fail in this comfort zone of using only English, right? And we end up not learning the language. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, uh, I'd say that most like younger generation Croatians, um, we speak English uh, very well because we start learning when I was in starting primary school, we started at the age of nine, I believe. And now kids start, so Croatians start school around seven or six even. So you start learning English at six or seven. And obviously before that, you're exposed to English through cartoons, Peppa Pig and so on. Uh, and our films are not dubbed. So uh, you can always you can always hear the real um, the, the the original language. Uh, so that's also I think very um, something that that helps Croatians a lot. Um, you just listen to we just listen to English a lot, and we we are a small country, so we need to we need to learn other languages as well. So yeah, lots of Croatians speak English, and uh, lots of Croatians speak one more language, which is usually either Italian or German or sometimes French. So there are many, um, many Croatians who speak uh, uh, two more languages other than Croatian. Yeah, that's very interesting how um, multi-language the, the country is, 
call them Wurlitzer. Yeah, it's uh, languages are great, right? It's it's yeah. good to speak. Yeah. It's good to speak more languages. And you had mentioned about cases, and I think this is the one of the most scary things for learners, the ones who do not have cases in their mother tongue. How do you recommend them? Uh, how recommend the students to approach it? Mm. So if somebody is just starting to learn cases from uh, scratch, uh, there are similarities. There are some uh, similarities between the cases uh, in terms of endings. Um, so what I do usually with someone who is a beginner is I try to make connection. Let's say I start first with the genitive case, which is a good case to start with. Let's put it that way, because it's used a lot when you say I'm from or from here to there. So these are some of the things that you use as a beginner. So I usually start with the genitive case and then move on to the accusative because there are some connections in endings. And after that, we move on to uh, dative and locative, which have the same endings. Instrumental, also lots of similarity to dative and locative. So it's not all that scary, but when you're a beginner, it seems like, oh, it's a lot to take in. Oh, what's this now? This and why does my ch my name change? That's one of the most common questions I get from beginners. It's like, why do Croatians change their personal names? Why is it Irena and then Irene or Ireni? Like, why do, why does the letter change? And those are the cases. That's the answer is because we have this thing called cases in Croatian. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think at the end, it's not as scary as it sounds like in the beginning right we are getting used no. we are listening and we start to guess yeah yeah it just um it takes time that's true but uh to be able to speak the language and if you want other people to understand you you don't need to speak it perfectly you make mistakes and as you speak more and more and more you also learn cases you, you just learn cases better it comes sort of naturally uh, so it's scary. I, yeah, definitely it's scary maybe when you just start, but someone who is a beginner or someone who wants to speak Croatian shouldn't be worried too much um, to, like to speak perfectly, correctly, and you just need to speak and then you pick up one case at a time and that's it. You combine it, you, you speak more and you get better at it. Okay. Another question that uh, someone asked, actually, it's like the, the last one we have here, is what's your favorite Croatian word? Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, that's a good, that's a very good question. Um, no, hmm. I'd say, well, it has, it, it would have to be something with, with the um, Croatian lifestyle, definitely. Um, so, oh, it would be something that's maybe used more in, in, in the south of the, in the south of, of Croatia. So I'd say two words. One would be Laganini. Uh, Lagano means like easy, slow. So Laganini is kind of, it's, it's, it talks about, it's, it says a lot about the lifestyle, um, pace of life. It just means slowly, like take it easy, no rush, no stress. And then there is another one, which is pomalo, pomalo, which is basically a synonym to laganini. Pomalo is just take it easy, take your time, no stress, enjoy the moment. So these two words may be laganini and, and pomalo. Okay, I confused that. I said polaco, it was pomalo. Uh, pola yeah, polaco would be, uh, yeah, it would be a synonym, synonym? but pomalo okay. is the one okay. that's 
that's that's used more yeah pomalo okay yeah okay. take your time <laughs> yeah i remember that that was one one of the first words i learned Polaco it's a very Polaco useful yeah <laughs> that's a very useful word um another useful word not my favorite but very useful is moja that's one of the words that i think that everyone learning creation that's the first word you need to learn moja moja yeah, it has so many meanings. You can order food and drinks with it. It means also okay, deal, sure. So moje is a short word, but yeah, it's a very useful one. Okay. And where can people find more about your work? And where can, can people find more about your classes? Uh, so I have uh, an Instagram profile, as I mentioned earlier, which everybody is welcome to join. I post quizzes there. So <clears throat> if you just go to Irena's Kro Cafe on Instagram, uh, you can get in touch there as well. Um, then uh, my website is the same name. Uh, it's www.irenaskrocafe.com where you can find more about the courses uh, I organize online and the patreon community uh it's a great little community so it's irena's Cro cafe uh, on patreon um it's a great place to um, just learn creation at your own pay, uh, pace and meet other meet other people uh who are also learning creation yeah and uh that's it yeah just um, on instagram i i guess that's the best way to just get in touch first contact great yeah i will leave everything in the description box so everyone can find you and yeah lovely thank yeah. you uh, thank you very much for attending this episode it was really great to you too thank you Alizeo for Croatia. having me yeah it's, it's really nice I really love Croatian and I would like um, if more people would also be interested in learning this language so yeah thank you very much for attending yeah you're, you're very welcome I enjoyed it and good luck with uh, good luck with your language studies and good luck with learning Croatian thank you puno fala odlično odlično I'm pretty sure you are more motivated to start learning Croatian now. And if you want to find Irena, you just need to check the links in the description box. You can also find there the links to follow us on all social medias. And you can leave your feedback and suggestions via Instagram. Let us know who you would like to see in the future episodes. That's all for today. Thanks for listening and enjoy your language journey.